TV. It's been around for nearly a century. Everything from clothing to characters have evolved as the world has progressed. More and more minority groups have slowly been introduced into modern media to represent those groups of people in real life. But has it been done entirely well? No. No, it hasn't. The biggest issue with shows directed at teenagers is the lack of relatability. Okay, great, you introduce a diverse cast of characters, but then the characters who are people of color, or PLCs, are full of stereotypes that I can't personally relate to. My four main issues with these are the race and how they represent those characters of different races, the classroom caste system, meaning where different people stand in different parts of the classroom, and gender as well as fashion introduced into shows. I know these things might always exist and that it probably will never change, but as people and things change, shows will eventually fall from favor if things don't change. Part 1. Race one of the most difficult topics to talk about for literally anyone. Colorblind casting is a rather recent practice with allowing any race to play any characters. The traits of said character are listed and actors can apply. Simple and easy. Still, colorblind casting isn't widely practiced, but fingers crossed. I've seen myself some characters on casting calls that are asking for certain races, which is fine itself to ensure diversity. The issue I find with the brief description of the characters, some of which are part of being racial stereotypes. To play the devil's advocate, some people in real life do happen to act like the stereotype of their race. That makes sense, and we can't change how real people act. But when it gets to the point that every single character of that race is based on a stereotype, it comes off as offensive and tired. I cannot personally talk for any race or barely my own since I cannot speak for every single African American as I am one person. I find it tiring to see black girls on TV show as rude, sassy, and loud. Sometimes they're associated as social justice warriors or SJWs, which is now considered a term people often roll their eyes at or immediately get annoyed with. These specific characters are often annoyed with and disregarded by their peers when they bring up real issues in life. Do I personally think that is, this is going to change soon? No, no I don't. Do I accept this? Not in the slightest. Another major issues with characters who are people of color, they can usually lack their own storylines and be, only be involved with the main can, protagonist. It does make sense to have specific protagonists and it is fine to have some storylines that involve other characters, but if that's their only story, then it's a problem. You have to examine it by a case-by-case -case basis to really tell if it's a problem or not. There's also having a singular main character slash protagonist and having recurring characters that the main characters involved with. All in all, colorblind casting may not be popularized for years, but using stereotypical character traits is tired and needs to be done with. Part 2. The Classroom Cast System my biggest issue in shows directed at teens is that a majority who show popular kids at the top of the metaphorical pyramid and nerds and geeks towards the bottom. The only example of popular people I've seen in real life are nice to everyone, very smart, and easy to be friend, or usually on a sports team. But even nerds 
still have plenty of friends because they're easy to get along with. And the unpopular kids who have one or two close friends and are perfectly happy. Sometimes unpopular kids in real life who also fall into the nerd category choose to focus on their studies or would rather not have a bunch of friends. I'm not saying un- I'm not saying popular kids can't be smart. They just choose to surround themselves with more people. But in the media targeted at teenagers, nerds admire popular kids and want to be like them and want to more friends. Not at all happy with they have. I don't think you can just box people into different categories because we all have different personality traits that fit into a bunch of different boxes. From the top to the bottom are the popular kids who are the rich or play sports, the friends of the popular kids who are basically cronies. The main characters of the show, who are neither popular nor unpopular, the nerds, the theater kids, and geeks, and then the shy people at the very bottom. Shows about teenagers in high school are meant to be somewhat relatable, and these tropes are barely relatable, even though they are its purpose to relate to its audience. The lack of relatability is something that we can see even coming down to a setting. Not everyone lives in ridiculously nice and ex- probably expensive homes. They just live in regular houses that are nothing too fancy. Houses have been designed with more modern styles with each passing year. No one is meant to be fitted into a box, and that's okay, because that's how real people act. Part 3. Gender. I've seen boys in the media portrayed either macho or super sensitive. The boys who are macho don't share the feelings they have because it's apparently unmanly and are completely unbearable to watch. The main excuse for their behavior is the reputation they want to uphold because they're usually popular, and they uphold the max they have to make sure it doesn't slip. The boys who are willing to share their feelings are usually unpopular, bullied, and weak. It's some of the only story arcs that a male character gets in the show. They apparently have all these feelings like they're sad or they don't totally agree with what their friends say. Now, for the three main personalities they have in girl characters I've seen. The shallow shopper, the fashionable Frank, and the tool cool tomboy. The shallow shopper is pretty self-explanatory. A shallow girl who wants to shop till she drops and only cares about trends and fashion. The fashionable Frank. A more recent trope is an outspoken girl who is mostly focused on social issues, yet still fashionable. The only examples I can think of are Courtney Green from High School Musical, the musical of the series, and Frida from the movie Tall Girl. If you haven't seen either, you can do some quick research and find out they're pretty interchangeable characters. Then the Tool Cool Tomboy. Girls who would rather ride their skateboards and find it annoying to do girly things because they only have one personality trait they're just hating girly things i can't relate to any of those tropes because their fashion is so over the top and glaringly obvious who they are of course fashion is used to reflect one's personality but nobody in real life dresses that way which brings us to part four part four fashion okay this may not be as huge an issue but it's still relevant Sometimes TV and movies can influence some of the most relevant fashion trends of the past decades, but some clothing in teen shows is meant to be a little over the top when it comes to certain characters. But sometimes the clothing is downright tacky 
or no one would wear that in real life. With changing trends between filming and official release, several shows hire real stylists to work with the costume designers for the show. It makes sense to want your teenage characters to look trendy, but a lot of kids' parents aren't willing to drop hundreds of dollars for some hoodie with a misspelled logo on purpose. Also, when handling the costumes and giving them out to the actors, you have to know that big brands that kids like aren't the ones they actually own. Just because you may like a company's item and you want the item doesn't mean they own it, which brings us to the other size. It's okay for teenagers to dress quote-unquote trendy, a lot of people start by giving them a signature color that pairs well with eye, skin, and hair color. But sometimes the costume designers get lazy and give every single piece of the outfit varying versions of the color because it's not okay to add complementing colors. One of the prime examples that I can think of is Fate the Wink Saga, a live-action adaptation of the Italian cartoon called the Winx Club. The original show had real costume designers for actual celebrities and the characters were based off of real celebrities like Jennifer Lopez and Lucy Liu. But now the costume designers for the 2021 iteration makes supposed 16 and 17 year olds look like they're in their 30s. Like one of the characters, Tara is, Tara is plus size. Which is fine, whatever. It's great that they're including someone for diversity other than skin tone. But they make that her entire personality because because her size is apparently a huge deal. They give her lackluster clothing, which doesn't back up all the claims that she makes about loving herself the way she is. All of her clothing is big, like a long jacket or in long tunics that she wore in the finale. Or Stella, who we expect is 17 to 18 because the, she is older than the main protagonist. But she dresses like she's in her early 40s. Or Aisha, she dresses in all blue because she has water powers. Bloom, who has fire powers and wears red, like a red t-shirt or a red leather jacket, which doesn't pair well with her naturally red hair. Another example being music who she wears different variants of purple, and that's it. Fashion can make or break a show, and they obviously failed there. I think what they could have done to save the show is by reflecting the different characters' personalities, and as they grow in the series, their fashion reflect that, instead of just having a bunch of random colors so they look like a literal rainbow standing side by side. Conclusion the point I've tried to hammer in, in case you can't tell, is nobody acts like that in real life. Yes, some people do, but very, very few. Do I think this will be a quick and easy change? No, because there are hundreds of shows with pre-established characters, and it will be a slow evolution as more and more companies decide to do colorblind casting, or just throw racial stereotypes out of the window. Do I think more companies need to participate in colorblind casting? Absolutely. We're getting rid of racial stereotypes and their character descriptions, as I said before. Adding the only character traits of the main cast will ensure the lack of racist stereotypes. We can only hope for this change as the world grows and evolves.